Someone's cursing, my lord. Late night lunch. Someone's puffling, my lord. Late night lunch. Someone's growing, my lord. Late night lunch. Oh lord, late night lunch. This is a post-Watershed production. Good day, and welcome to a late-night large that shrink-wrapped, vacuum-packed, embalmed and pickled in brine. I'm your remorseless cryogenesis, Aaron Bliss, and next to me sits your bloated mess of E-numbers, Mike Large. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Has uh, all I said to that. Uh, well, Mike, tonight's theme will be uh, fairly we relevant, I guess. South- yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about preservation in all of its forms. Quite a broad one. It is, because, I mean, if you just look at the front page of Wikipedia for preservation, it may refer to heritage, obviously food preservation, the society, as we were discussing, case preservation, safety and technology, various definitions. We'll go through the most interesting ones we'll if, if, if we can. We will go through them. You got any opening thoughts on uh, preservation, Mike? Do you think it's important? Self-preservation, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm right, Jack, eh? Yeah. Yeah, but I thought e- you... Everything else, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I thought, everything. I thought you positioned yourself as some kind of uh, superhero. Oh, I position myself in many, Def- many <laughs> different ways. I take up many different positions. Yeah? yeah? Do you consider contraception to be preservation? <laughs> in a way. In a way. <laughs> Preserve your, your wild ace. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so preservation is clearly a practical thing. Give, give us the lowdown, Mike. What, what does preservation generally mean? Ignoring the minute of what's being preserved, why why is preservation necessary? Well, is it necessary? Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, it necessary? Is this a philosophical point or...? <laughs> It could be whatever type of point. Oh, okay, right, okay. Well, for instance, Mike, if we... Um, yeah, sorry, that's uh, that's the desk creaking. So... Get your foot off it then. Not comfortable now. Off. So, Mike, for instance, if we didn't have preservation, then decay would set in with quite important stuff, like food, for instance. Ah, you're right, that is important stuff. Yeah, because otherwise... Fresh food could only be eaten, you know, within a few miles of where it was originally picked from. Well, maybe the world would be better off. You know, I agree with you in a certain, to a certain extent. I know that was a really, really stupid point you were making, but <laughs> if you look behind the stupidity of it, it uh, there is an argument that we need to localise a lot more, particularly with food. I don't think... we, You know, pre- preservation was a great leap forward initially because you to get some uh, food from a particularly abundant area of the country to the other end of the country where they were struggling was absolutely necessary and practical and altruistic thing. Now, do we should we really be growing crops that we then spray all kinds of pesticides and preservatives on, vacuum pack, whatever, send them hundreds of miles and then receive imports of the exact same crops from other countries? Well... We've kind of gone past practicality. We're going to have to 
have to become a lot more self-sufficient, aren't we, as a country, I imagine? After the Trumpocalypse. <laughs> well, I wasn't at the no? okay. about Brexit, but no. yes, the Trump Trumpocalypse won't yeah. help either. Yeah, I mean, I know the uh, the gods of globalisation say it will, it will never go away and you can never, you know, it's like the mafia, you can never turn against globalisation, we will still rule you. But I guess protectionism is pretty difficult to pull off because... Do you know what isn't pretty difficult to pull off? Oh, <laughs> no, my, that's nothing to do with the subject. More to the point, I don't ever want to hear it. What we were, yeah, what we were trying to say is we do need to become more self-sufficient, localized. Because, but the problem is it's trade links, isn't it? Is that part of? I mean, for instance, the EU, particularly part of their mission to prevent war in Europe again was trade links. If you trade with each other, I you, you all need each other. You can't yeah kill each other <laughs> you'd have no reason to kill each other because you'd be interdependent on each other for food and textiles etc et lovely idea it's a lovely idea but then it starts going over the top where like you say import and export for for trade's sake rather than necessity we can keep that stuff here hell of a lot less pollution a lot less chemicals on your food money talks Alan really <laughs> <laughs> never realised this until today mate okay so preservation that was preservation of food but well, i mean come on mike what other stuff that does need to be preserved for various reasons um okay data me oh shut up data me information Easy. i mean information needs to be preserved doesn't it yes of course it does i mean back mm. in the day it might have been in handwritten texts now it's uh it's obviously in i don't know all kinds of not handwritten <laughs> yeah, inf information, gigabytes, megabytes, kilobytes, tetrabytes. But it all needs to be preserved. Cheesy bites. <laughs> <sighs> Are you going to focus tonight, Mike, at all? No, I'm struggling. <laughs> well, I'm struggling to focus. So. Okay, so why don't we talk about your favourite then? What, self-preservation? The old society, yeah. So what do you mean by self-preservation then, Mike? Give us a lowdown. So, what does it mean to self-preserve? To, to look out for oneself's best interest. In what way? What kind of things are you talking about? Why would I need to self-preserve? I don't understand. Am I under threat from something? You might be. <laughs> Is that <laughs> a threat? <laughs> it might be. Uh, go um, on, Mike. What, what, do, what do you mean what do you by... Mean, what do you mean, why do you need to... Like, well, of course what, you, of why course am I in do. danger? What am I in danger from? Why, we don't have any predators anymore. Yeah, we do. Sexual what? predators. Yeah, but how can you well, self-preserve from yourself? Well, <laughs> touche. But you can self-preserve <laughs> oh, from myself. Well, from locking doors. Um, locking chastity. doors in doors. Yeah. Chast That's not self-preservation, is it? It's no, exactly. I was thinking I was thinking rear-mounted chastity bells, these kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, all good ways in which one can preserve their... Oh, that God. orifices from being destroyed. Oh, there is. No, so are you arguing there is no need? No, I'm just. I'm trying no, to no, get no, you no. to actually no, use no. your brain you, a little bit, Mike. You, my brain's in my penis. So <laughs> if, you, well, if you're trying, nobody be surprised here. Well, if you're telling me you're trying to get me to use my brain, I'm thinking you want to get a bit freaky. Is that what's going on? Well, from what do, we do just we, said do about we need to the stop recording and take some clothes off. Up. Is that what's going on? 
All right. I so, see what you're hinting at. So okay. I think what we meant, Mike, is if you talk about self-preservation, back in the day, obviously self-preservation would have meant potentially defending oneself with physical violence if need be from... Someone else trying to steal your cave. No, not necessarily that, because I think I think there was cooperation then. I'm talking about maybe I don't know the, the Middle Ages or whatever from from robbing you, from burglarizing you, from from assaulting you, you, from <laughs> buggering you. Yeah, the highwaymen from the pirates, the self-preservation, and and particularly maybe with women, the self-defense element. Nowadays, do you not think all of those things are still? Still around yeah, but a lot. Uh, yeah, but a lot just, less. They you... just take different form, don't they? Well, this is what I'm going to. There are Mike. still pirates. And... These days, if you're talking about self-preservation, are we talking about antivirus? Are we talking about backup? Are we talking about not sending naked pictures yourself on WhatsApp? Or <laughs> suppose <laughs> you didn't come in and go, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, no. Just, there's no need to be careful about. Ju- just, just there, wait a minute. Yeah. That that kind of stuff needs to needs to. Continue. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to be careful about. Long that. may nudes prosper. <laughs> Yes. But, I mean, self-preservation of our information, our data, our personal data. I mean, put it another way, you know, bank details, online uh, payment details, these kind of things. Is it? Do you think it's... Is it big business? Self-preservation? As in assisting people with self-preservation? Of course it is. Helping them to help themselves? Well, they're always... There's, there's a huge market for it, and there always will be. I can't see any point in time, no matter what happens in the future, where it won't be a necessity. Is that is that because it's easy to whip up fear amongst the uh, well, of course it is. ignorant? Of course it is. You're under threat from immigrants and well, um, and pirates and thieves and yeah, hackers and everyone. It. A person is smart. People are stupid. Okay, that ironically, that's probably the smartest thing you've said so far tonight, Mike. I mean, let's talk about the classical historical preservation. Why? Why is that important, though, Mike? Why is historical preservation important? Well, preserve the uh, the happenings of the past, yes. history books and whatnot, etc. Yes, <laughs> I would say so that one can learn and not repeat previous mistakes. But mm, we don't generally tend to be very good at that, do we? As no. a, as a people, no. But, but the, the idea behind it is right. Do you think it's, yeah, it is right? But is it sure, yeah, no, I agree. That's that's very profound. Why you're saying we don't repeat the mistakes, but also, of course, we celebrate the achievements of the people who probably scratched around in the dirt to lift us up to the level we are now. True. We're standing on the shoulders of giants, aren't we? The accomplishments of men and women from centuries previously, mm, mostly men. <sighs> Just uh, strike that mark from the record. So easy to get a reaction. No, not at all, Mike. I'm just protecting our listeners. Or protecting us from any libel claims. Uh, So, Listener friends. (laughs) Come on, Mike. Get get with the times. How long has the in-between been out? (laughs) I mean, for instance, that's that's clearly why there was such an outrage over... Do you remember... Weren't ISIS or ISIL destroying precious antiquities uh, recently. I can't remember exactly what, but buildings and um, such treasures mm, yeah. of the old world, the ancient world. And, there, you know, there was huge... Out- In fact, I know some people who I don't think had ever really... I'd seen comment before on social media about the atrocities that 
ISIS and ISIL committed uh, against human beings were, were absolutely on their, their soapboxes saying these barbarians need to be stopped because they're destroying these um, precious works. What do you think that is, Mike? Why do you think it inspires emotion in people who are otherwise maybe, I don't know, desensitised to to the human suffering and the human casualty? Well, I don't know. I don't really think there is. <laughs> but I, I don't think there's anything that's probably more important or more outrageous than human casualties. I don't know why oh. some people would be oh, more... So you got heart at least. I don't know why some people would be more bothered by a building being blown up than or some artwork being destroyed than okay, someone can, losing their life. Can I, I don't know. Can I suggest the reason? You, I'm playing devil's advocate here because of course of course human lives are, are must be the most important. But playing devil's advocate is it because some human beings are assholes, let's face it. Don't and, be an arsehole. And <laughs> exactly. Some be human beings are assholes. Some human beings are disreputable, dishonourable, treacherous bastards. Some human people. beings are borderline evil. I mean, for instance, the okay. group we were discussing. Some, some, well, some no, 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 hold on. Evil. Uh, it depends what your term evil is. Uh, but anyway, so... <laughs> what? Well, evil's, <laughs> evil's, evil's almost a comic book term. There's a difference between being bad and being evil. Evil's almost a supernatural kind of thing, isn't it? No. Well, I see it as that. If you're talking about evil, you're talking about the devil and demonic influence. No. I see it as that. Other people maybe use it for a different definition. Your definition is rubbish, but carry on. No, but, okay, do you, want, do you want to hear something else I have a problem with the word evil? Because it absolves responsibility. It absolves us looking into the root causes of disasters and catastrophes and acts. If you call someone evil, they're not like us. They're some other... So we don't need to look into what provoked them to do this because they're just evil. Okay. That's, what a, I mean? that's a more valid argument. Okay. Right. You should have come at me with that one. Okay. Some people are assholes. They've been assholes. <laughs> Historical antiquities and great accomplishments leg are legacies. They're, there's no bad side to them. They are the best in human nature. Personified. Not personified. Um, the opposite. Yeah, in inanimate form. But they... They represent the legacy of the greatest of human minds and the human accomplishments. Is that why some people get more outraged? Because who who can say something bad about antiquity? They're one of a kind. There's billions of people. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that's yeah, the, view, the implication. The no, that's his view. it's not at all, Mike. But it is. So well, we're going to have to sort this out, and maybe we should take a, a quick break while we do, it's and we'll break. we will return in a few seconds. Don't be a puffin. Listen to Late Night Large. So we had it out, we spoke, we discussed, and we determined that actually the aforementioned views were actually Aaron's. They do. <laughs> um, and, you know, I tried, I pleaded with him. I said, don't be an arsehole. Don't be an arsehole. Don't be an arsehole. He wasn't having it. So, you know, we just need to accept that he is who he is, and it's a shame, crying shame. But anyway... Well, let's let's move on from your evil. Oh, we shouldn't use that word. I believe, Mike. Other than your stupid, baseless slander, you were going to discuss. There, some, there is. You were oh. going to discuss preservation, preservation that might be important to you. The, the preservation, what of, of myself, what? is the only thing that's important to me. Oh, Can right. I put that? Something out that you thought might be well, wildlife preservation. 
Okay. That's probably something that's... Well, you probably feel more passionately about than I do, because... <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to ask you the question again, though, Mike. Why is that important? Well, it's not, is it? But <laughs> it's just something that some I'm people. Glad think you're it's honest. It's yeah. Just, it's just um, some people think it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just think that as long as it suits me, it is. What if I throw you? Going back to the point we made earlier, what if I throw at you that the reason that it's important to preserve animals is particularly predators is they eat people. And those people could potentially be assholes. So we are. I'm all for, yeah, okay. Keeping the assholes in check. Don't be an asshole. I'm all for. They might be assholes. What they definitely are, generally, is stupid. If you if you get eaten by a predator, it usually means you're, you're stupid. You're not kicking in with your self-preservation because what the hell are you doing or you, near a crocodile? Or you're very unlucky. There are there will be a few. Yes, there, cases, but that's a small. I, I'd yeah, say yeah. very small percentage. Most yeah. of the time, it's like what what the fuck did you expect going into the jungle when you don't really know what you're doing for a tiger to to eat you? You know, mm. what are you doing taking a swim in that billabong? You should have expected that hippo would be hungry, hungry. They're always hungry. <laughs> Them hippos be. Hungry. They're always growing as well. Yeah. Oh, they're always growing. <laughs> Uh, no, but in all seriousness, yeah, that wildlife preservation is is something that's that's probably important. Preservation of our it, go, it ties in of nicely eco- with ecosystems. Yeah, yeah, it, it ties in nicely with the preservation of our our planet yes. on the whole. You know, but, that, this is this is something that whether you like it or not has to be important in some way. Well, if you or want in somewhere some measure, to be worth living on, it's well, going to be pretty uncomfortable well, if, for all of us. Or if, somewhere for your your children or your children's children or your children's children's children. Well, three great, months. Great, great granddaughter. <laughs> oh, who's pretty fine. goodness sake. Um, I know someone who'd like that reference if you listen to the show. So, what on... Okay. But no, wildlife, before we skip off it, it is important. I do actually Oh, you're going to say contribute? Or just... Yes, I do, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, for, I don't know, maybe six or seven years now, maybe yeah. more, sponsored, I've had a... I've got a oh. leopard. Oh, have you? Endangered. Yeah. Oh, bless so, you. Oh, that's really cute. Sponsor an ammo leopard. Yeah. Well done, Mike. No, that's... Uh, oh, that's... it's fun to take the piss out of it. <laughs> but... Well, that's what we do best. No, 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 I'm impressed, Mike. But what if I threw this at you is that it's less important to preserve specific animal groups. Again, we need to preserve ecosystems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, there's there's two sides to this coin. We all love animals. Well, apart from some animals, some animals are—you know—I personally don't have a lot of love for a lot of predators because there's a chance they'd eat me given half the chance. Spiders, you don't like them? No, they can fuck off. Somebody came up with a really interesting point the other night: pandas. Right? You know, there's sure. been an obsession for I don't know two decades at least. Good, thank I mean, you. the World Wildlife Fund isn't their actual logo Bird a panda? Yeah. So pandas for decades, China and whoever else has been. Basically, encouraging them to to rape because they clearly don't want to fornicate. That's and and someone made the point: if we are guilty of potentially why carry, carry on. If if, if human beings, we, if we as human beings are guilty of extinction due to things like man-made idiocy, like deforestation and encroachment into animal territory. If we are guilty of indirect extinction of species, aren't we also... We are, undoubtedly. 
But yes, no, there's not much doubt. There's a lot of evidence for that. But except who's Donald Trump. But at the opposite end of the scale, are we also trying to play God and save species that should be extinct? There's an argument. If pandas don't want to fornicate, why are we trying to desperately keep them alive? Because they're cute. <laughs> you, do you see what I'm saying, Mike? Yeah. I mean, if I they've do. been naturally selected for extinction and they're not going to pull themselves out of it because they have every chance to get it on and, and to breed... Do, do they? Well, clearly not, because they have extraordinary trouble getting them to breed. Yeah, but why is that? Well, I don't know why, but if, if human reason, beings step aside... No, if the reason that they have trouble breeding is because of humans... What about the pandas in the wild? There's well, clearly not many pandas in the wild either. Well, why is that? Are you trying to say that you think that the only reason that pandas might be endangered is because most of them are in captivity and they don't want to mate in captivity? No, I'm saying what if. <laughs> All right, okay. Let's move You're on. Saying then. What if they're meant to be? Okay, to be, okay. Yeah, Let's move are. on. Preser so we'll go back to. Um, uh, in fact, no, we have mentioned preservation of food. Uh, well, we'll go on to it a little bit. So, preservation of food, Mike. Back in the day. Put that cookie down. Go on. <laughs> back in the day, we, we only knew about organic methods of preservation. Can you think of the organic methods of preservation? Making food last longer? What, what were the organic methods? What did we used to use? Just fucking eat it. <sighs> Don't need to preserve it then, do you? Preserve it in my stomach. No, yeah. really, what did we use, Mike? I don't know. Vinegar? Uh, yeah, okay. Sugar? But they're not really all. Not, <laughs> not, yeah, not so much uh, sugar. I think you're thinking of salt. Okay, so... And sugar. Preserve things in sugar, eat donut. I didn't say you couldn't. I, d I just don't think it's a very natural thing, because the kind of things that, that they would have needed to preserve meat, you're not going to preserve it in sugar, are you? Could do. <sighs> okay, so we've got sugar, we've got salt. What other things did we did they use? Vinegar. Before we had like, um, yeah, okay, vinegar. Before we had refrigerators or white goods, etc. Well, I don't know because I don't remember a time before. <laughs> um, okay, throwing in some more mics. Smoking. Yes. Smoking was a method of preservation. Yeah, true that. Uh, true although that. we didn't have freezers, uh, I'm sure they would have known Ice. that icing <laughs> or keeping things in fr in nearly freezing conditions would well, make it last longer. Have, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you could Ice, you could yeah, find those. I'm sure you could find those conditions if not manufacture them the way we do now. Were there any yeah. others that you could think of? Um, well, think about it. Preserving something is basically what protecting it from the elements. And the major yeah. element that the major elements that cause decay, moisture and air, oxygen. Yes. So moisture and oxygen are the two things that generally uh, cause decay and things to rot and fester. So, uh, I mean, this is more up to date. Vacuum packing, keep yeah. completely airtight. So making something airtight is another good method. Obviously, it needs to be in a dry place. Because, I mean, that's how salt operates as well, and sugar, isn't it? Is it keeps moisture away. Yes. Not so much air, but moisture. What else we got? Um, because because what? people, if, you, if you're thinking of a way, you know, say you're in the wilderness and you need to try and preserve food or whatever... Rather than thinking of specifically what things you need to use, you just need to think, how am I going to keep the air and the moisture away from this, basically? Obviously, it goes without saying, you don't want other animals to get at it either, as in flies. Yeah. <laughs> so, be... air, moisture, yeah, air, moisture and flies. <laughs> so, 
just those things. <laughs> just else. those things. Nothing else. So, um, okay, well, I think we're kind of struggling anyway, aren't we? I can't think Free- of other, other than, like we say, freezing. Uh, freezing would, would obviously keep everything. But is any anything generally that will keep air, flies, and water, moisture off of, off of food will make sure it lasts a lot longer than it normally would. Uh, unfortunately now, Mike, we also have certain chemicals, don't we? We have all kinds of pesticides to keep um, probably pretty poorly thought out in some cases. Pesticides to try and stop flies and other pests uh, ruining crops or at yeah. least making a hole in them. Which I'm so- sure some people will be thankful for. <laughs> and of course sweets and other things have more chemicals in them than ever because obviously companies thought well why don't we just make everything of chemicals if we if we just do have nothing but sugar and chemicals it will last forever we can sell them for you know 24 months or something after after we put them on the shop floor and they'll still be absolutely fine so that's food preservation okay cans. mike you put anything cans is usually yeah air, airtight it, yeah, yeah just stick it in a can but remember the can can't oxidize just in air for instance, because otherwise the outside of the can would rot. S- cans, you're always told, aren't you, that when you open a can, you need to empty it into something else as soon as possible, because once the air starts to get inside the can, it mixes with the moisture and oxidises inside, which causes decay, extreme decay, uh, uh, after no more than a few days. Extreme so you need to you, you need to have a, a fairly neutral, non-reactive metal, i.e. sort of aluminium and stuff, uh, and then airtight inside, or aluminum, yes, mine. yes. And then obviously, uh, yeah. So what we forgot to mention was chemicals, chemicals. artificial preservation with chemicals. So, Mike, we've talked about food. We've talked about historical preservation and backup, because of course um, we used to just have books and bookshelves uh, protected. Now we have hard drives and archives, electronic archives, and yep. constant backups. Uh, in central databases and elsewhere we have the cloud mm-hmm. the cloud is a good way because even if everything crashes the cloud you'll probably be able to retrieve it at some point because it's stored in the ether and can be retrieved okay what about preservation mike of corpses let's talk about this for a minute why would we you dark motherfucker <laughs> so you you pop off one day mike from your inevitable elvis death on the toilet mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, you know how it's get, you know that's how it's gonna go. How am I gonna stop the place smelling? How, how are we gonna create a weekend at Bernie scenario? Because <laughs> we're gonna need your corpse to play around with for a couple of days. We're gonna need to drink beer out of it, yeah. um, sodomize it, yeah. uh, paint paint all kind of things all over it, well, take if, selfies with it. If this is if that's your plan, then freezing it would probably be our first thing uh, yeah. to do straight away. Cryogenics? Yes. Yeah, so cryogenic freezing. We've seen that story recently of the uh, the girl who had the right to have her dead body, because she did die eventually of cancer, but she had her body frozen, bef- I, I assume it's before, prior to brain death, um, and then should they come up with some cure for the aggressive cancer that she has, they can reanimate her feasibly at some point in the probably long distant future I didn't hear about this you didn't oh no it was a big court case because the mother and the father were in court and the girl was literally terminal illness it was a few days in fact she died a couple of days after the judgement so she was fighting to have the right to have her corpse preserved cryogenically 
and her mother was fully supportive. Her father objected. And although everyone was sort of like, oh, the father's estranged, what should he get a say? Why is he denying her a wish? He had quite practical views about if she does get woken up, her whole family is going to be dead. She won't recognise anyone. She probably won't have any memory of how she got there. You know, it would be like a nightmare. But of course their argument is, well, it gave her some hope before she died. It's important to at least, you know, you could argue. And <clears throat> by the way, anyone of religious disposition, please just go away for the next minute or so. <laughs> please you just go away. You could argue that um, people finding God or similar things just prior to their own death is similar. They're giving themselves a sense of hope in the face of the ultimate um, abyss. In demise. Yes. So there you go. So we've got uh, cryogenics. Uh, what What are the... Th- I mean, okay, so you've... Um, other Pickle th- me. Oh, there you go, yeah. Because it's like what we said at the beginning. Stick me in a bath of vinegar. I'm not sure about that, Mike. I was thinking of a better method. I mean, it's formaldehyde, isn't it? Really? <laughs> you generally embalm people with. Well, yeah, but... Have you got some? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. We'll just... I don't know. I was using crush up some scenario. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, I, was I was using your scenario. All right. I put you in a pickle jar. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Damien Hurst did those art projects, didn't he, where he put sheep in, form, in, in, in actual pickle jars of formaldehyde. But, of course, that's uh, what's... I, I believe that's what's used for embalming fluids. So, of course, when the, uh, the mortuary workers get a dead body and when the funeral company has to um, deal with it, you can only... I mean, obviously, you keep the uh, bodies presumably in a deep freeze, but... Within a few days, you need to get rid of them, so you need to um, ensure that they're good for at least another week for the funeral. Hence, they need to drain the blood because you drain moisture that will likely lead to uh, parasites and other things being attracted. And you replace it with embalming fluid, which is extremely, I think, acidic and uh, just generally keeps everything intact. For a while. For a while, because eventually... um, you know, even even that won't keep them away. You will decay. Eventually. But then what about mummification? Do you remember how mummification works? What is it? They put, they use the hook to pull the brain out of the nostril. That's right. And did, what did they do? You, they stuffed the body with... Oh. What did they stuff it with? <clears throat> Are there any ancient Egyptologists around? <laughs> what did they stuff the corpses with? Um. Sawdust? <laughs> I don't know. No. No? We're thinking of actual ancient Egyptian. Egyptian mummies, that's... Yeah. Uh, naturally, due to the environment in which they were buried, uh, pit graves were often shallow. Oh, I see. So a lot of them weren't actually a result of um, of, of deliberate preservation. It was because the uh, the pit graves were so shallow that they weren't actually in cold ground. So they were in desert land, which led to very arid conditions. And of course, what did we say? If you deprive something of oxygen and or moisture or both, the decay will be put off. Hence, you know... Natural mummification. Natural mummification. So they did rot, but extremely slowly. And it wasn't the way that... It wasn't the complete way that most people would be broken down. Hmm. Hmm. But how did they actually go about the people... All right. By the fourth dynasty, Egyptian embalmers began to achieve the true mummification through a process of evisceration. So they removed the vital organs first of all, 
uh, and followed by preserving the body in various minerals and oils. So finally, Mike, preservation... Okay, what about preservation of... Let's talk about preservation of precious things. Me. Because we're not precious? Because we were talking about preservation from decay. We're also talking about preservation from... um, Well, to a certain extent, we've talked about preservation from destruction with information. But that preservation from destruction, what about uh, valuable things? Jewels and things like that money and assets safes safes yeah (laughs) fire retardant bank oh wait no no (laughs) exactly fire fire retardant um, materials oh right (laughs) shut up (laughs) because we've got in safety technology they give dust resistant fire resistant rot proof Hmm. rust proof thermal resistant impact resistant waterproof so we're talking basically we're talking about a combination of science and preparation. So you, you obviously you use materials that are not conducive to the things that you want to avoid, rotting and rusting, etc., 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 etc. Okay, Mike, anything to round off with? I think we've um, we've delved far enough into preservation. Um, I don't think so. I think we've covered what we have. Need we, to have cover. we grown or we needed to grow? Uh, well, I'm pretty grown over here, so. Uh... Yeah, and I think we better uh, we better hightail out of here before Mike decides to mummify one of his appendages that I don't <laughs> want to witness. So good night for tonight. Good night.